Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. Grace and peace from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, from the Father in heaven. Um, won't be before you long that you know when a preacher say that you done messed up. You might well buckle your seatbelts. This might be a long one. <laughs> Just playing with y'all though. But um, want to touch on something this morning that I think that there's a lot of um confusion about, a lot of controversy. Sometimes as 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 believers, right? We we'll look at certain things. <sighs> Let me put this out there. Christians probably can be the most superstitious people in the world, especially black Christians. Let's just look at uh, growing up. If you grew up in the South, it's so much different superstitions that we got. It's crazy. You step on a crack, you break your mother's back. Um, what's another one? Um, if it's raining when the sun is out, the devil beating his wife, right? <laughs> um, what's another one, man? It, it's so many different superstitions that I believe we believe in. Um, if, you, if you step on somebody's grave, you're going to die next to some craziness like that. Um, if you point at the graveyard, y'all remember being in the car one time, you scared to even point at the graveyard. You know what I mean? If you point at the graveyard, something's going to happen to you. If you walk up under a, 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 one of those slanted lines or something like that, you're going to have bad luck. You break a, a mirror. You get seven years bad luck. Um, every time you mention somebody that's passed on, you got to say, God bless the dead. Well, there's no blessing of the dead. Let's just be honest with you. They, they've they run their race. They're already as blessed as they're going to be. You're the one that need the blessing. <laughs> we'll put that out there real quick. So this morning, I'm going to talk about some things, man, that I, I think sometimes we, we just look at like, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. But when we call ourselves Christians, we call ourselves believers, we call ourselves Muslims, we read the Bible and, and you need to be you need to be aware that if the Bible mentions something, whether it says don't do it or do it, that's because it actually exists. If the Bible says do not do this, that because it's, it actually exists and it works. So when you say stuff like, I don't believe in that, you're actually helping the devil out. Satan doesn't want you to believe in it because he doesn't want you to believe that it exists so that you can find yourself getting tangled up in it. And before you know it, he got you just where he wants you. One thing I want to talk to you about this morning is witchcraft. It's witchcraft, man. And why the Bible says, and so if the Bible says don't do something, then that means it must exist. If the Bible says thou shalt not kill, right? That's because murder exists. Thou shalt not lie. That's because lies exist. Thou shalt not steal. That's because lies exist. Lies exist. So when it says stay away from witchcraft and divination and things of that nature, it's because these things exist. It's because they are very real. It's because they are ways to, you know, move things in the spirit world when you don't have dominion. God gave us dominion in this realm. He gave us dominion in this realm that we can do things in the physical realm. The only dominion that we have in that realm is through prayer, through prayer to God, our father in heaven. That's the dominion we have in that realm. But when we start messing around in that realm without God, then we start getting ourselves into trouble. And that's really what um, is at the gist of a lot of this stuff. If you read Exodus 22 and 18, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Why, did, why would they say that? It's because witches actually exist. Leviticus 19 and 26, ye shall not use enchantment nor observe times. You know, all these different, um, you know, um, astrological times and, and all these other times. That's what it's talking about. It's because these things actually exist. Leviticus 20 and 27, a man also or woman that hath a familiar spirit. Now, familiar spirit. Now, this is one that's a little bit, a little bit tricky because in the Bible, there was a, a, a woman called the witch of Endor. That was actually what some might call a good witch. And what happens in that situation, um, 
Saul wanted to be in contact with Samuel. Samuel had died. Now, Samuel was kind of like Saul's spiritual advisor. You know, he would always tell him, thus saith the Lord. He would tell Saul what God had, you know, in plan or what God was going to do. He would tell Saul if he was going to win a battle. If he wasn't, he was pretty much a uh, a good psychic. <laughs> I would put it like that. But he was the Lord's prophet. So after Samuel died, Saul felt like he did not have a connection with God. Like God was no longer speaking to him because Samuel was no longer there. So he went to the witch of Endor. This lady was a medium, newer translations. You know, the King James calls her a witch, newer translations like the NIV, uh, ASV call her a medium. We know what mediums are. Mediums are people who speak to the dead. This is a real thing. So when you watch this kind of stuff on TV, they got a, a, a series on Netflix now about a young man who has a familiar spirit. When you watch these kinds of things on TV, then we know that, you know, you can't be so quick to say, I don't believe in that because it's mentioned right here in the word of God. And the Bible says that this medium, this witch of Endor actually went to Samuel's grave and called Samuel up. Samuel came up from the grave and actually spoke to Saul, you know, but there were some repercussions for that because Saul actually, one of the reasons why he actually lost his position and David ended up taking over and why he actually died was because he consulted a medium. He went outside of consulting God to go to other means. So the Bible says that these things absolutely exist. Witchcraft exists curses, especially the Old Testament. If you read throughout the Psalms, you read throughout Deuteronomy, you see plenty of curses in there and all kinds of things. So people are challenged every day by things in life. And sometimes you think that they are mere coincidence. But do you know that there are people out there praying for your downfall? There are people out there who are, are, are doing all types of divination and all these types of things to run you crazy. They want you to go crazy. They want you to think that you're losing your mind. So sometimes when you start having these, these thoughts out of the blue, it's because somebody might be somewhere praying for your downfall, praying for demons to come and torment you, praying for things in your life to start falling apart. These things are absolutely real. And I'm here to tell you this morning that you, you are not going crazy. I've seen instances in my own experiences where people set out to drive somebody crazy to drive them out of their home to to get their husband get their wife and do all this kind of stuff and they consulted with witches and root doctors and all these types of things in, in places in, in because they wanted to take somebody's place <laughs> They wanted somebody to die so that they can take their place. They wanted somebody to die so they can assume their position. But guess what? When a person is walking in Christ, you need to really understand that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And I don't care. And I ain't talking about physical weapons because a physical weapon can still hurt you. you know? But we're talking about what Paul says, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're spiritual to the tearing down of strongholds. So we fight differently. And when we're covered by Christ, we those weapons that are, are, are pointed our way in the spirit world, those weapons that are trying to come our way in the spirit world, they get like, you know, I work for the post office. They, they get returned to sender. <laughs> they get returned to sender. And not only do they get returned to sender, they go back to sender with an avengeance. See, because when you consort 
when you consort with a demon to try to tear down somebody, to try to kill somebody, to try to make somebody go crazy, that demon then has a contract to do just what it said it's going to do. But when that demon shows up to a person's house and he sees the blood over the door, he sees the blood on the post outside the door, that demon knows I can't go in that house. That demon knows that whoever is covered there. And when I say house, I'm not talking about your physical house, but our bodies are the temple of God. Your body is the house of God. So when that demon comes your way, it sees the blood on your house, which is your body. That's your dwelling for the Holy Spirit. When it sees that blood, he knows that I, I, I can't mess with that person. But he already has a contract to make somebody go crazy. He already has a contract to make somebody lose their mind. He has a contract to start tearing down something in somebody's life. So what does he do? He returns the sender. You know, old folk, old folk knew this stuff, man. They just said it differently than the way we said it. They, they didn't use the, the, the up-to-date terms the way we use them. But they'll say something like, yeah, you know, she tried to put that root on such and such, but it backfired on her. He tried to put root on such and such, but it backfired on him. This stuff 100% real. And the enemy does not want you to believe in it. And the reason he doesn't want you to believe in it is because if you don't believe in something, it's easy to get fooled by it. Ignorance is not bliss. People like to say, well, if I don't know something, they can't hurt me. That's the biggest lie in history. Ignorance is not bliss. What you don't know can kill you. Did you hear what I just said? What you don't know can kill you. Hosea 6 says what? 4 and 6. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. That means they're dying for what they don't know. There's no more... Well, 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 we, we, we don't know about it, so we're, we're safe. Uh, we didn't know, so so God can't blame us. We we didn't know. Uh, you remember the parable of Lazarus and the rich man? Where the rich man went to Hades. It wasn't hell, but he went to Hades. And uh, the, um, Lazarus was across the chasm in Abraham's bosom. And, and he wanted to go back. He said, let me go back so that I can tell my brothers that this place is real. And he couldn't go back. He wasn't allowed to go back because why? God said they already had the prophets and they already had Moses. Pretty much they got all the knowledge. The knowledge is already out in the world. They should know that this stuff is real by now. They should know that this is not a game by now. They should know that this is not a joke by now. So what he did not know ended him up in Hades. And what he wanted to go back and tell his brothers if they did not get the knowledge of it, it would end them up in Hades. Ignorance is not bliss. We're in a time right now where, to be honest with you, if you don't know it, it's pretty much a choice not to know it. Because you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you got a source of information in your hand right now in which you can research anything you want to research. And the things I'm telling you right now are 100% legit, 100% real. But you have the power. To tread on those serpents and those scorpions you have the power to stomp them out when you start getting these thoughts in your mind that you know are not your thoughts speak out of your mouth these are not my thoughts these are not my thoughts you will not drive me crazy when these things start happening in your life that you know you have you did not cause because a lot of people think that the things that happen in our life are the direct results of something that we did not always <laughs> not always you 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 don't read the story of job you know what i'm saying 
Not always. Sometimes these things are coming for various reasons. So when you start recognizing these things, that these attacks that are coming out of nowhere, you need to know where your power lies. Your, your weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they're spiritual. Pray, bind, resist. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. Don't give him somebody to play with <laughs> but you, because you can't beat him fighting. You can't beat him in his own game. So when you start fighting, you're actually playing right into his game. You're doing what he wants you to do. Resist the devil and he'll flee. It's just like that bully in school that just looking for somebody that's actually going to Jones back with him. <laughs> you know, going around the classroom and looking for somebody who's going Jones back with him. But the moment you just ignore him, he, he gets bored with you. And so he moves on to the next person. So sometimes it's the same way with the enemy. Nah, you, you, I don't even hear you. <laughs> I, I don't even hear you because my eyes are fixed on the hill from which cometh all my help. My ears are tuned towards his beautiful, amazing grace. That's where my eyes and my ears are. And so because of that, I don't hear you. I absolutely believe that the attacks are real because the Bible says they are. I absolutely believe that all that other stuff is real because the Bible says it is. But I also believe in the promises of God. And one of the promises is that he will be with me to the ends of the earth. Another promise is he will never leave me nor forsake me. Another promise is no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So my brothers and my sisters, you are not crazy. You are not going crazy. There are people out there that want to kill you spiritually and physically. But you serve a God that sits up high, looks down low. And has given you the power to make all of your enemies your footstools. Dow McFadden said you can't have footstools if you don't have enemies. When you understand that concept, you know why it's necessary like we talked about on yesterday. And sometimes these things come right before elevation. Right before God takes you to the next level testing the trials get ramped up this witch of indoor and a lot of other the diviners and the enchanters in the bible another gift that they had through the spirit world was the fact that they could see the future a lot of them were psychics and the fact that they could see the future means that in a lot of cases they could see the greatness in you that you can't even see because they were not looking at your current situation. They were looking at where God is taking you. This was, this was the biggest battle between Saul and David. Saul could see where David was going. Saul could see the favor that David had from the people. They would even sing songs that Saul killed a thousand, but David killed 10,000. So because Saul could see the favor on David's life, he could see the future. Because these witches and these root workers and these herbalists and these enchanters can see your future that's why they are establishing plans to try to take you out that's why they're praying against you you are not crazy you are not going crazy but you are under attack so let's pray right now in jesus name father god in the name of jesus lord we come against every evil work of the enemy every device every enchantment every spell every curse Right now, Father God, we return it to center. Father God, we bind it right now in Jesus' name. Keep your blood 
on us as protection and as a sign that no weapon forged against us shall prosper. God, we bless you. God, we love you. And we thank you right now for your protection, for your power, and most of all for your son, Jesus Christ. It's in his mighty name that we pray. We all shall say amen. God bless you guys. Y'all take care.